Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. This new year, 2019, finds us continuing the enormous amount of change and transformation that began last spring. My guest on today's show is listener favorite and a favorite of mine, Dr. Michael Lennox, and we'll be talking about the astrological forecast for 2019. Now, he says that the big shift in consciousness that started in 2018 will wrap up in the first few months of this year, and then we begin preparation for 2020, which he says is one of the biggest energetic years any of us alive have ever seen. So are you ready to meet him? A practicing astrologer for more than 15 years, Dr. Michael Lennox's popular blog and daily column on astrology is read by thousands of people every day, and he attracts clients from all over the world. Michael's also internationally known as a dream interpreter, and he's the author of Dream Sight, a dictionary and guide for interpreting any dream, Llewellyn's Complete Dictionary of Dreams, and The Little Book of Dreams. Dr. Lennox has been seen internationally by millions of viewers on many television shows, as well as on local news broadcasts across the country. You can find out more about Michael and his work at michaellennox.com. Michael, welcome to hey. Out of the Fog. It's so great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for being here, and Happy New Year to you. Yeah, yeah, Happy New Year to you. And it is, it's what a, what a moment. <laughs> now, you're coming with good news, right? Because 20... 20- <laughs> you know, it's the question I detest uh, uh, in a session is, I'll say, oh, this is doing that to that. You know, I'll some master language, and, and, the, and the question might be, well, is that good or, or is that bad? <laughs> it's like, well, there's no such thing as good or bad. There's just sensation, and there's a lot of it. We are in, the, in, in great change. Well, and 2018 had that quality of wacky, like you go through the the haunted house that, you know, set up at like the local school and there's people popping out from behind curtains and trying to grab you as you go by and cobwebs in your face. I think so. I think what I mean when you bring good news, I think what I'm saying, I'm wondering if are we moving with an energy toward more cohesive, connected clarity or is it more people under tables trying to grab my ankles as I go by? Probably the former, not the latter. I will yeah. tell you this, that last year when I was looking at the year ahead, I did mention in any forecast that I did the fact that not only would Mercury go retrograde, as it always does three times a year, but that Mars and Venus would also go retrograde in the same year, which is kind of rare. And I kind of left it at that, just like, oh, hey, guys, we're going to have a lot of retrogrades. Then we got there. And it was bam, 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 Mercury, Mars, Venus, then Mercury again. Four personal planets going retrograde in an overlapping series of inward journeys. Very clunky. And I would not have had any lens for this in January of 2018 because I never lived through such a thing. So I didn't know how to predict in advance how wacky 2018 would be. But boy, did it leave us all changed, a retrograde process is an integration experience. It's the consciousness of that planet turning within and saying, what do I have to fix? What do I have to change? What's out of alignment? So during the course of the middle to the second half of the year, we went through the mind doing that with Mercury, then the heart did it, and the Mars did it, so with the body and movement, and then Mercury did it again. In fact, Venus just left Scorpio, where she spent four months 
Venus is the heart. Scorpio is like death and rebirth. Imagine your heart, your poor heart, going through the recesses of death and rebirth. Well, what's the value of that? Is we all come out as better givers and receivers of love as a result. But the process to get there meant we were all going through really deep and profound changes, personal changes, uh, that, that were coming at us in a kind of a relentless onslaught that made 2018 really bumpy, but hopefully transformed a lot of us in terms of how we think and feel and express. So as we stand kind of trembling and covered in <laughs> Band-Aids and maybe like a splint as we kind of stand on the, uh, on the brink of 2019, what should we be aware of here? Well, I will say this, too, that there was another element that made 2018 very bumpy for all of us, which was the changing of signs of two major slow-moving planets, Uranus uh, and Chiron, both of which are energies that we would feel very acutely when they do something interesting, because Uranus governs things that happen like lightning, unexpected curveballs that change everything. And so when a planet that changes everything is changing signs and then retrograding back into the old sign again, that's a lot of instability and a disruption. And that began in the spring of 2018. And in fact, as we're speaking today, the planet Uranus, who now has moved back into the sign he had been in for the last eight years or so, which was uh, uh, Aries, um, is a just turned direct, and in, a, in about five weeks' time, we'll move back into Taurus again. Chiron, the great healer, is about to move into Aries again. Back to sensation. Uranus makes things happen unexpectedly, and where Chiron goes, healing is happening. Now, that's great, right? But you don't get a healing without a little bit of an incision from the surgeon at first. <laughs> that's the painful part of healing experiences, and that started in the spring. So, Anyone who's listening to this who says to, you know, who's hearing these words and say, oh, yeah, my spring was a little crazy, also consider the fall, like October, November, another part of that passage. That's going to finish up in February, March of this year. So you can think of the arc of change that started in the spring, we're not done with. So... If you can point to springtime and fall as unstable moments for you, I would implore you to think more deeply about the shifts and changes that are actually going on that are making you feel unstable because we're not quite done with them. Mm-hmm. And so you, you want to be as flexible as possible in the first couple of months of 2019 because all of the change that's in the atmosphere isn't quite done with us. Mm-hmm. Though the retrograding, you know, psychic surgeries, they are done. So we're ready, even if we don't feel it. You know what I mean? The, the retrograde cycles were like the personal boot camp, mm-hmm. saying stuff's getting faster, stuff's getting heated up, there's more chaos, and there's more coming. You need to change how you're thinking, so Mercury's going to go retrograde a few times. You need to change how you're walking in your life, so Mars is going to go retrograde and support that. You need to change how you're giving and receiving love, so Venus is going to spend four months in Scorpio alchemizing how you live in your heart, so that we might be ready for some of the chaos that's coming in 2020 and beyond. And 
I so I can relate personally. 2018 was, and I had a remarkably accurate private session with you as we were going into 2018. I 2018 was enormously transformative and not always in the no, not happy pleasant. kitten kind of yeah. way that you'd want things to be. <laughs> but as I come into the new year, I can look back and see, and I think this is one of the gifts of this kind of like forecaster in, insight. I can look back and see in the year how I have change. That's why reflection is so important. I think that it's not just like throwing energy forward that you look back and go, wow, last spring, would you look at that? And now look at me here. Yes. Yes. And it requires a deft kind of self-investigation. One of the things that I try to teach people is to look at the inside of your skin to use astrology as a guidance tool, as opposed to using astrology to imagine what are the events that are going to happen as a result of this transit or this, that transit. It's much more about what your consciousness is experiencing. And the changes, they happen. Now your job is to investigate what those changes are. Identify them. Can you language them? I think that's what's available for everybody is to identify ways in which they are experiencing less reactivity, less fear when approaching the risky uh, you know, aspects of being intimate with other human beings. And hopefully at the end of the day, I'm hoping that some of this will translate into people having less of a fear reaction when they look out on the world landscape at what's happening. Although I think that's a little harder of a change in transformation to initiate, but I'm living proof that it's possible to be in this world, to watch what's happening and not be terrified by it. Well, and I think that that ability to look back at our own personal transformation, right? Our own yeah. little universe of our own personal planets all spinning around and doing their thing makes it easier sometimes to find connection even when events don't seem connected or people seem polarized yeah. or everything when everything's hot and difficult and furious and people are screaming. It sometimes is easier to find that place of balance. <laughs> um, well, and so much, uh, so much about uh, serenity in, in, in a life is just about where you're, placing your attention and what you're looking at and looking for. I I was in a a, a session, a client session, not too long ago with a woman who's been involved in a lawsuit. And she has enough astrological language that I was able in our last session to introduce her to an aspect that was going to play out over a year's time. And what she said to me um, in the session, when, when she was reporting back, she was like, yeah, well, that second time Uranus tried my, my Venus, nothing happened. And I, <laughs> I just sat there thinking, how do I handle this moment? There's a woman who just told me that in her life, she went through a whole like month where nothing happened. <laughs> I thought, what, did you get frozen? <laughs> or, did you die? Were you, were you taken hostage? How did nothing happen? Well, what she really meant was the thing I wanted to happen didn't happen. But you see how she robbed herself of her own joy by declaring loudly that nothing happened because she was focused so much on her expectation, her desired form, that then she missed all of the richness of what really did happen. So I was able to get her off of that, you know, limb and have a deeper conversation about what actually did happen. But I think that's one of the messages of this time. Yes, as an astrologer, I can tell you that the planet... Pluto and the planet Saturn are going to meet up three times in the, in the sign of Capricorn during the calendar year of 2020. That's a big wave of energy 
that we are already in right now. And Pluto destroys things, and Saturn makes things tough and, and lessony and karmic-y. <laughs> so there's an acceleration of that energy that's going to be peaking in the year 2020. Your serenity in that period of time is going to largely depend on where you're putting your focus now and how you're choosing to perceive the chaos of your life and And to appreciate the beautiful order that's buried within it and move through life a little bit, you know, more in the moment where everything is perfect, even if the larger view says everything's falling apart. Well, and like that client, I think we can forget about our power as creators and co-creators in this, that it's that somebody can come and say, this will happen, and then this will happen, and this will happen. And what we forget is our power to be alive and be moving, even if there are some things that we know because of the framework or the whatever it is that are going to happen, that you there's almost endless power to shift and change and transcend and transform what is in front of you whether it's zombie apocalypse or everybody gets a pony <laughs> right there's we have infinite ability to to change that at least as as i see it yes yes we do and speaking of that one of the things that is happening this year uh and this will peak right in the beginning of april so it's just a couple of months uh from now is that the planet pluto is going to connect up with a point in space known as the south node of the moon this is a meeting of the archetype of death pluto and the archetype of the past the south node is a point in astrology that represents our literal past as in past chronology, uh, past lives, uh, if, if that's something that you believe in, would be held by the South Node in astrology, um, and ancestry, that is, all of us are moving through our lives today uh, with some wounds and challenges that are, you know, generations old. And if, if and as we release those challenges and those wounds and that karma, we get lighter and we get lighter and we get lighter. And so, Smack dab in the middle of this spring is this beautiful cosmic moment of reconciling the past and healing deep and profound wounds. But not everyone is going to move through that and be lifted up. (laughs) That's largely going to be dependent on what you're putting out, what you're bringing to it. And if, if healing a deep and dark wound feels a little bit like a death, who wouldn't want to avoid that? It, stepping onto the spiritual path is scary. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a perfect bait and switch because it's kind of like it beckons you and it says, oh, come be spiritual. And you're like, oh, that, that looks fun. I know spiritual people. They always seem happy and smiling. I think <laughs> I'll try that. <laughs> then you step onto the path and you realize the, the, the second piece of the contract you signed, which is, yeah, you got to work your butt off to heal these wounds. And that's going to be bumpy, clunky, and scary and painful. Yeah. And there will be surprises, and you'll be surprised at your resourcefulness and surprised at your vulnerability, all in one package. Well, because when you are harnessing that vulnerability and those resources, that's, those are the creative tools with which we build. And that's when a life can be spectacular. Even while you're having thoughts of, I'm afraid of this, <laughs> you can have great courage and movement and, and, and accomplish and move through stuff. 
You're listening to Out of the Fog, and my guest is Dr. Michael Lennox. We're talking about the astrological forecast for 2019, and also I think about being present in the moment in our power as creators of our own path. You can find out more about Michael and his work at michaellennox.com. So as we come to the spring and we're now we're all healed and happy and here comes this right here comes this connection now with our past and how we deal with uprooting and um, a different way of looking at our past. As we move through the year, we're, this is going to be twenty nineteen is going to be a year with a lot of political stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of I, as I re, as I get it in my own kind of wacky information. There's a lot of environmental challenges. There's a lot of global stuff happening. What else do we need to be aware of in twenty nineteen? Well, I think the question that I get asked, and maybe you get asked this too in the format that you work is because you and I have worked together enough to know that even though you and I work completely differently, we're almost always coming up with the same you know, information yeah. out of our mouths. Um, the question I get asked a lot is, like, when's all of this going to end? And the answer, of course, it's never going to end. It's not going to get any easier in your perception of the world if you see the world as chaotic and scary and, and, and not for you. It's, it's not suddenly like the politi- political landscape is going to get lovely and, and, and peace is going to be something we're going to see within our lifetime. Um, so what, what do we have instead? We have, a, we have a spiritual practice. We have ways that we are drawn as individuals in the direction of prayer work, affirmation, meditation, body work, yoga, Anything that you're drawn to as a practice will be very supported during 2019, astrologically speaking, through a three-pronged interaction between the planet Saturn and the planet Neptune. Saturn is discipline, structure. He's the teacher guy. He's the one who gives you bad grades and kicks your ass to the curb if you're making a karmic mistake that he thinks you should be done with. So he's the energy that we move through life um, <clears throat> connecting to doing the right thing, uh, building firm and, and sound structure underneath you. Neptune is the energy of, well, he's got a moniker. Neptune is the great spirit. Neptune rules the oceans and therefore the collective consciousness, the Christ consciousness. It's uh, all of the ways in which the human capital B being is connected. And they, these two planets are meeting up in a 60 degree relationship three times during 2019 with a little push in April, one in July, then again in September. Um, 60-degree relationships are productive. They're, they're, they're two bodies that are just at the right space from each other to accomplish anything. And so if you've got the planet of discipline and the planet of spirit in this effective geometry, that's an opportunity to take your practice to a profoundly deep level that can actually connect you to the very source energy that invented you through which there is no suffering when you look out at the world. When you know God in your heart, there can be no fear around how the world is unfolding because you are part of it. But you can't access that without some sort of a practice. And Saturn and Neptune working together this year is offering that to people. I'll I'll throw in a little caveat is that Neptune also rules escapism. Uh. And Saturn rules karmic lessons. Uh. 
So anyone out there who's listening, who's got addiction or any sort of substance challenges or escapism challenges with anything, whatever behavior might be in the mix that trips you up in escapist tendencies, this is a year that will absolutely provide the raw materials to lift up out of such a uh, a practice if you're ready. If not, then Saturn will kick your butt, and this could be a difficult year for someone who's in that sort of a, a dynamic. But the, the raw material for lifting up out of that is very much part of this practice. And that's how I would guide anybody, you know, outside of even just personal escapism challenges, anybody who is suffering with, with the, you know, current event itis. <laughs> First of all, turn off the radio. <laughs> Turn off the television and get away from your newsfeed. But sit in the chair and develop a deeper practice that reminds you that you're connected to everything. And one of the reasons why I love astrology is because it is 360 degrees wide. It leaves nothing out, which includes all of the stuff about life that's scary and distasteful. Astrology laughs at the idea that this shouldn't be happening or that shouldn't be happening. Mm. But that's what we're doing all day long on Facebook about the political mess. Mm. Whichever side you're on, that's what everyone's doing. They're saying it shouldn't be happening this way. But, but that's not God consciousness. God consciousness says you are part of that. It is, it is, it is, in, it is inseparable, your consciousness and the consciousness of the collective. Now, I know we've only just got a couple minutes left. You offer um, a daily email subscription for people who want more in-depth connection. Can you just say all the good things like your website and how people get the subscription and Facebook and say all those good things? Sure. MichaelLennox.com is the website, and that's where there's all sort of information about my sessions and my daily astro alerts. Yes, it's a daily email that is sent out about 9 p.m. Pacific time for the following day, anywhere between like 200 and 800 words a day, depending on how much there is to talk about. Um, there is an investment uh, of $10 a month for that. Um, it is something I've been doing for four or five years, and I absolutely love it. And uh, it, 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 is, it, it, it attracts devoted readers. It's funny. I, I do. Uh, people will comment on my Facebook. People who know me will read my Facebook feed and say, boy, you're, your followers really love you. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess they do. Well, it's your good it's looks true. and hypnotic charm, and I, I think that's probably why we, we do. We follow well, you anywhere. Okay. Well, you know, I think that people love – what I think people are responding to with me more than anything else is my enthusiasm. I love life, and I am not free from suffering. Like, I'm a human being, too. Uh, so it's not like I'm, you know, uh, 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 not in a body. <laughs> being right. in a body is hard. Uh, but not only have I worked my butt off to have the best experience possible, it's allowed me more enthusiasm for life rather than less. And so I think people respond to that and sort of say, oh, if if he can be happy, <laughs> maybe I can be happy, even if the person I wish were president isn't. Well, and there's a feeling about that accessibility, right? That yeah. that um, that as you create what you want for yourself, and we create what I want for ourselves, and we're all of us together doing that creation, that there is a positive direction, a positive way to move this forward. And it doesn't have to be a positive direction like all of us with frowns on our face and pushing really hard. It can be with laughter and lightness and spirit. 
in that connection. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Michael, thank you so much for being on the show. You know you're coming back, so I won't even say goodbye. I'll just say know Anytime, any subject. Thank you very much. That is Dr. Michael Lennox, and you can find out more about Michael and his work at michaellennox.com. Find out about that daily Astro Alert um, subscription email that he sends out. Take a look at his books, which you can find in bookstores and on Amazon and every place else, and follow him on Facebook, please. He pops up in kind of wonderful, warm, and witty Facebook lives that you're going to want to be a part of. So that all that information is at michaellennox.com. And I invite you to check out karenhager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private intuitive session with me through that site if you are so inclined. If you want to talk voice to voice about what the new year might hold for you, where are places that you can feel into possibility for change, for transformation, for going deeper. I agree with Michael when he says that this is a, a a year in which there is energy of looking at past patterns, past cycles, the things that used to hurt or pinch or feel tight, and through connection and spiritual practice begin to loosen those up so that you find yourself free of those. If that's something you want to pursue with me, all that information is at karenhager.com. And please check out openpeacefulheart.com. That's where you can get information about the free monthly 15-minute guided meditation program that invites people from around the world to join in 15 minutes of focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. See, because what we put our attention on matters. And when we focus on positive change through that application of our intention, there is change. So openpeacefulheart.com and you're invited next month to that free 15-minute guided meditation. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.